Welcome to the second episode of the fourth season of Guys Being Dudes Radio and the sub-podcast, What Are We, Some Kind of The Last of Us? On today's episode, Coach and Tex-Mex talk about the first two episodes and generally the show of The Last of Us. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, we're going to do something different this week. Also, uh, last week's, I didn't want to edit around some technical issues, so another unreleased podcast. Um, <laughs> what are we going to do? Let's we we are going to talk about um, a little little indie show called The Last of Us. It is very indie. Let me see. No one's really heard of it. You know? Yeah, I don't. I don't think anybody's talking about it anywhere right now. Um, we are the first person to review this show. Yeah, and we're going to name this episode and the next episode and the next episode until we're done talking about this. What are we? Um, some kind of The Last of Us. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love so much. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm, I, am, I'm, I, I, I used to make individual art for every podcast. That got way too um, draining. The uh, my I do like when we were doing like certain movie reviews or whatever, making like finding the Japanese version of a poster because those are always much better for like a movie, and then putting our faces all over it or <laughs> or um, boys peeking uh, when we were two seasons of Twin Peaks, um, putting our faces over the the conference room with donuts. Uh, <laughs> Just like, what a weird time for the bear to leave the podcast is in the middle of that. <laughs> in the middle of it. Like he was act I thought he actively enjoyed the show. And then he was yeah. just like, oh, I'm done, guys. <laughs> um I gotta go work thirty hours a day and bitch about it, even yeah. though I make myself do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's there's seven episodes out so far. We're only gonna talk about like I we're we're gonna talk about as many as we get to in this episode. Our cutoff is kind of like number five. To save a little bit, but also there's so much that happens in every episode. Yeah, this this could very much just be one episode at a time. Yeah, but um, yeah, show um, is a hard two out of two. Yeah, so far the show is a hard two out of two. Um, Some would even say the hardest. Uh, the bear said he wants to talk about it, but he's falling asleep. Uh, we can. I'm just gonna let him know that we can. We can. For those of you who don't know, we we record pretty late, uh, 8:30 p.m. <laughs> oh uh, boy. I'm just gonna offer to roll it back to eight next week. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that is that okay with you? Since that's fine. Up? Yeah, that's fine. I'm not on the water yet, so. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> But um, I, I also, in our Discord, I've officially just, I've sequestered it into its own channel there. I don't know if you saw, so I'll just post every time there so it just crashes that instead of the, <laughs> the Discord. Anyway, um, so a quick background. The game, The Last of Us, came out in, what, 2013? It's been yeah. a long time. I've it's, personally never played it because it came out on the PS whatever. It's, it's PlayStation exclusive, and it's by Naughty Dog. So so let's go bigger than that. Naughty Dog um, makes very good games. Uh, oh, I didn't know they were founded in McLean, Virginia, right here in, in my backyard. Um, they... Um, what is what? 
Oh, Rings of Power? That's a whole different thing. Uh, th- there's a game apparently called Rings of Power related to them, and I was like, they're related to the <laughs> shitty television show on Amazon? But no, so so the their most popular games are The Last of Us and um, uh, Uncharted, right? Both very, very good game series. Um, the gameplay not groundbreaking like i i it's 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 not paint by numbers it's definitely they think about it it's um it's more about uncharted from what i played only like two of them there's like four or five is more about um kind of like the sequences and the set pieces and the action things they put you in and the last of us was a little bit more stealthy and then also very much about the story like the gameplay serves the story and it it's like scavenger gears of war kind of third person gameplay but like you're you're limited ammo very very survival based and um you haven't played it i've I've played the first one i didn't play the second one i know when they made the second one need to exist (laughs) uh it didn't it didn't need to exist but I've, i've only heard good things about it and i do like what they do with the story in it um I if I ever get another PlayStation, I'll, I'll give it a shot. But um, the part two, I know one of the things that was like both interesting for the story, but also like not not interesting to play through, uh, I guess, or like like weird to play through, was they took the time with all of the the um, scavengers, let's call them other human beings, right? Because it's human beings, zombies. We'll get into it. Um, the zombie game. It's set in a zombie-related world, but mushroom-based zombies, and, and we'll get into that. But um, you mostly are dealing with the people, right? Like, it, it's like The Walking Dead, right, where the, you know, the zombies are more of a constant and a backdrop, and it's really about, like, people being shitty. Um, yep. The what you're, they you're, you're constantly more scared of the humans. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, what they did in the second one was uh, apparently they took the time to record a lot of like audio for every scavenger to be to have a name and to have like a, a pseudo story so that like if you kill one or they find one dead because you're stealthing around, they'll refer to them and like be like, oh, Dan's dead. Somebody fucking killed it. And like like just to like give it more weight. And apparently, like, when you're stuck on a very hard sequence and you're hearing that over and over and over again, it feels a little canned. But, like, I get the idea being, like, hey, they're not just NPCs, right? Anyway, um, so the premise is uh, in this zombie world, uh, mushrooms, cordyceps in particular, which, uh, for those who don't know, related to our alma mater, Penn State, um... Uh, we went to Penn State. The the state Penn, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> no, they uh, one of the one of the notable things that a researcher at Penn State worked on was uh, figuring out the it's called zombie people call it zombie ants. I'm sure there's a lot of pop YouTube science, TikTok science about zombie ants, especially now. Um, but it's a fungus that like uh, takes over an ant's brain. And tries to either it tries to like spread itself by getting the ant eaten or putting the ant somewhere where it can blow a bunch of spores out and then more ants get infected and it keeps going. Right. Um, so and it's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, oh, it is. It is one of those things where like 
real life matched up with science fiction for a second. Yeah, yeah. The the uh, so it, it's in the in the game. It's not a part of the show. In the game, anywhere any of the zombies uh, have been, for the most part, you're wearing a gas mask because it is spread by spores in the game. Yeah. And just FYI, for anybody that's ever trapped in a fungus-related zombie apocalypse, <laughs> you need to have a gas mask on all of the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think so. They 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 don't do spores in the in the show, and I think it's it's a funny thing. And the background podcast, they I think they said like, oh yeah, we couldn't do spores because um, it would cross the world immediately, and we just there would not even be time to react. It would just be over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if it was spread by wind, like that's that's it. Like there's no way to stop that from from going places, but or the air. Um, so it, it's in the future. Society has kind of collapsed. There's like leftovers of the government. It, it collapsed. It's it's the enclave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, leftovers of the government just trying to keep everything afloat in very small places called QZs. There's people who trade things in between. Um, there's tons of uh, what do they call them? Uh, what do they call their zombies? They don't call them zombies. Uh, they don't call them walkers because it's not the Walking Dead. I don't remember what they call them. Infected, I think. Yeah, infected. I know you're right, yeah. Tons of infected around. Um, but yeah, so it's this, it's this post-apocalypse. And we follow uh, primarily um, Joel and Ellie, who are on a, a road trip movie, basically, um, where she is... Uh, maybe a link to the cure, and he is a uh, recovering piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, sloppy steaks. Re- re- yeah, sloppy <laughs> slick back hair. Also, I love Pedro Pascal. I've loved him since he is he's amazing. Game of Thrones. He's great in The Mandalorian, right? Doing uh, uh, you know, going full dread, keeping the mask on, which you got to appreciate. Um, he. Seems like a genuine dude. Yeah, everything I've seen him in, he's been he's been pretty great. Um, and then when he got this, there were a bunch of people fucking pissed off, as they are always, because it's like, Joel's a white dude from Texas. Like, why is this dude from Chile going to play him? And it's like, who, who gives a shit? It is, who like, gives a flying fuck? It, why is Ariel from Little Mermaid Black? Yeah, like, it, it literally doesn't inform the character. What matters is that he's from Texas, if, if anything. Because, like, it, the whole point is it's the post-apocalypse, I think... I think it's 20 years later in the game. and it's Yeah, it's 20 years, years later. Oh, or it's 10, whatever it is, it's like 10 more it years. It was 20 years in the in the show. Okay, so it's like 10, or, it's just a different amount of years. It, it really, truly doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, it, It's like, it all informs is Joel and Joel's accent, but the thing is in this like post-world world, like everybody's from everywhere. It doesn't fucking matter. Anyway, it, who gives a shit? So. Racist be racist. <laughs> Um, <laughs> wait till they get to episode three. Um, the, so we're, we're dropped into this world. Uh, Pedro Pascal is Joel. Um, Ellie. And he is, is amazing. Yes. Ellie is Bella Ramsey. Um, so I would say, I don't, I didn't watch Game of Thrones. I know she was in that as well. Yeah. I don't really know anything about her. I'd say she's done very well so far, but she hasn't like blown me away with anything. It, it's it's tough. Um, you, I, I assume. Have you seen this? Do you know what happens in in Last of Us Two? No. Okay. Um, 
the uh, Ellie Ellie develops a lot in in Last of Us One, but that's to inform where the character continues to go in two. Um, is she like? Because two is also like again, like way way like down the road too. Like they're they're older. She's like a woman. It's a whole thing. Anyway, um. So, spoilers, the person who's immune to the virus survives. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, the, let's see. Okay, so we're dropping in the first episode. Uh, All right, let's get into the first episode. Let's do this thing. Uh, the first episode is called uh, When You're Lost in the Darkness, which is the slogan for the Fireflies. So, in this post-government world... There's QZs that, uh, quarantine zones is what they're called. Basically a couple cities that have little pockets of humans run by leftovers of the government. And, um, there are some rebel, there's one notorious rebel group that is trying to just completely get rid of the, the FEDRA is what it's called, which is just like pseudo FEMA. Um, and they're, it's Nazi FEMA. It's Nazi FEMA. Uh, they're called the, the fireflies or the, the terrorists and um or freedom fighters uh that's their slogan that they kind of put places um so i mean i don't know how disorganized you want to be with this talk but i loved is it episode five with the deaf kid episode five and four are with uh the deaf they're in kansas city in four and five right yeah yeah and we yeah, yeah. better stuff there yeah so what i loved <clears throat> going way ahead because I, just, I yeah. feel like it's worth mentioning yeah is like they get you to hate fedra while also showing you at the same time that the fireflies are fucking useless <laughs> right well the fireflies so far aren't in five right no they're not but they are freedom fighters yeah, yeah yeah and like so the entire point is like they even make it a point of like well fedra drove the infected out yeah. And pushed them away, so now Kansas City is like it's infected free. And then, sure enough, the Freedom Fighters come in. They don't take care of the infected, yeah. and that's how the episode ends. Yeah. Uh... So it's like, yeah. So you hate Fedra, and like they open up in episode one. Your your intro to Fedra is them killing children because yeah. they're infected. But then you realize, like, they kind of have to do that. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. So, so to uh to 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 fast forward to that like episode five the new people in charge don't know what they're doing fuck up a bunch more stuff um that just reminded me of like recently there were some interviews with like the taliban uh after we, yep. we left in, in the united states left and they're just like hating that they're just sitting around filling out excel spreadsheets and shit and they're like this this sucks and it's it's too expensive and i can't afford to live in the city <laughs> it's like wild shit anyway so we, it doesn't even open there in the future it opens in 2000 oh my god yeah we need to talk about this this is like this has been one of the most notorious openings to a video game ever right um for just being a huge like gut punch and uh for, for again from the, the their behind the scenes podcast it turns out the first episode actually ended with sarah's death and they just originally it just cut and that was the end of the first episode and then hbo was like you gotta you gotta do a little bit more guys like 
So they, they introduce uh, uh, Ellie and, and like fast forward to uh, Ellie and Tess and we get like a little bit. But so it's 2003. Um, we meet Joel, his daughter, Sarah, and his brother, Tommy. All we know is like he he, he like it's his birthday, right? And he goes to his contracting job. Everybody uh, loves contractors. Everybody loves contractors. <laughs> um, oh. Mars and I are fucking cracking up at that. <laughs> um, so, oh my god, even more than that. Let me, even before that, there's a, they add, I forgot they added to the show because it's awesome. It was all over YouTube and people were always talking, memeing it and shit. Before even 2003, they do, uh, to intro, like, the fungus. Okay. Yeah, they do the 1960s interview. Yes, yes they do. They, they slightly Talk. worked it. Talking about global warming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, so they're, 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 they have like uh, two epidemiologists on like a talk show, just like shooting the shit, basically. Uh, podcast of the 60s. And um, uh, one of them's talking about viruses, whatever. And then the other one gives a big monologue about, you know, he's scared, scared of like fungus. Yeah. Um, just to kind of give you the premise without overloading yeah. you, which yeah. was nice. They, that, I thought that was tactfully done. Yeah. Because, like, you, you do have to have some explanation. Yeah. As much as I say show, don't tell all the time. But, like, you do have to get to the point. How did the zombies actually exist? Well, I and here's the thing. I don't think they, like, drag you really through, like, the hard science and rules of the zombies, truly, um, the infected it's more that like, hey, there's this fungus. There's this real life fungus. This is what it does. It's pretty terrifying. Technically, it it cannot live in human beings. And the reason that they give is that oh well, oh. internal temperatures of humans are too hot for a, the fungus to ever live in. And then they kind of imply global warming. Like, well, what if the world gets hotter and they evolve to be hotter, like to live in hotter environments, right? Dun dun dun. Dun, dun dun flash forward to 2003 um <laughs> so uh also so there's there's um episode three also caught a lot of attention because of some gay characters it's also very good if, if you watch nothing watch episode three you don't even need to watch the rest of the show just watch episode three because it's fucking amazing yeah it's, 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 sorry to interrupt your 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 tv show your great tv show with our amazing short film about love like anyway but so so so, so what's interesting is because the world ends in 2003 like people have pointed out that a lot of people's caginess around like homosexuality in the show, even though it's in 2033 or whatever, it's like, because where the world ended, like gay marriage was nowhere near legal in the United States at that time. Like 2003, I think maybe, no. maybe no. when was Massachusetts or, and it was the first or 2003. Like it, it, it was right around the corner. I don't think that was intentional. Um, yeah, it was 2004. Yeah. Uh, but like, that's, that's that's a really interesting thing to look back on on, on the show now. But um, so okay, so we get this this flash flashback to to open the show, kind of stop to explain how this this fungus works. We go into um, Joel's birthday. We don't meet Tommy really. We just like until the the end and everything is fucked up. Uh, Joel uh, spends his birthday with his daughter. Um, she not really he has to go work all day right 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 but he, she, she the breakfast thing she can't make him anything with grains in it um or flour yeah. right and that's that's kind of in, implied that oh the the 
the fungus got in everywhere over the flower, but... Yeah, they got lucky. Yeah, they got lucky. He goes to work, he comes back, they just kind of... He forgets the cake, so again, no flower. They're sitting, they're watching, she gives him a watch. Um, they're watching a movie, I don't remember what movie it was, but it was uh, an iconic pick. Um, so, he gets a call that Tommy, his brother, is uh, in, in jail. So he has to go... Um, bail him out, whatever. The thing is, like, this is this is spread out. This was long enough to be an episode, right? This this like yeah, that episode one was long. Yeah, and it, it's just it, it's really just meant to be like a day in the life. You can see like there's no mom in the picture, and um, then they clearly have a they have a close relationship. Yeah, but it's he has to be distant because he has to go work and support both of them. Yeah, she but she, she seems neighbor. to understand that. Yeah, he meets the neighbors. It it yeah, it's it's nice. It's just a nice slice of life for the first. And it's really well done. Like tw- introduces you to what his character is and what he loses. Yeah. Um, and then like shit hits the fan. Planes are crashing. Like power's going out. He, he, I think he goes to get Tommy. Tommy and him on the way back are like, see all the crazy shit happening. We see it through Sarah's perspective. And in the game, you play Sarah uh, up until. The final moments, which we'll get. To. <laughs> um, so the, the the they added the neighbor stuff. So Sarah goes to, to check on the neighbor's dog, or something, because the oh I the dog. Go, uh, yeah. The dog runs over to their place, and then she takes it back. The doors open. There's blood. She gets chased out by an infected. Uh, just and the old lady infected. Yeah, just in time for for. Tommy and Joel to show up and fucking blast an old lady. Um, so anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> um, so she's freaked out. There's a really great sequence of them driving through um, that town, like that. Uh, this. Yeah. So I I wanted to rewatch it. I totally forgot to do that before we got on. Yeah. Um, but like that whole sequence. Was it obviously it's not one take because that's way too long to be one take. But was it filmed in the style of one take? Because I don't remember it ever stopping and cutting. Yeah, it's 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 it, it is filmed in the style of one take, even if there's a couple. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's obviously a couple spots where they definitely redid, yeah. but like it uh, was definitely filmed in the style of. Plane ends up crashing. They have to bail from the car. They get separated from Tommy. They're running together. He's like running with Sarah. Um, they get chased by an infected and. The infected is running like fast as shit after them. Uh, they very they do set up like that. These are fast zombies, right? Um, uh, the worst possible apocalypse. <laughs> they they make it to a ravine, and there's like an either army or national guard doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> who he's like, hey, I found some people on the edge of town, and he gets a command. Something he clearly doesn't want to do because he's like, are you sure? Like he, he's clearly talking to somebody, and he gets the call to just like shoot uh joel and sarah because their thinking is nobody can leave this town because they don't know anything that's going on they just think it's an outbreak whatever so which again when you put into the context of like a real life thing that's not a dumb decision there's a there's a whole um there's a nice moment is it episode two or three oh oh with the, with the, the mass grave yeah that's three um but uh, there's a whole movie about about um a small town gets infected because, like, a fucking—I don't remember. It, it's a great horror movie, from what Invasion I. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. No, no, no. <laughs> like, like the military drops something into the fucking water, and then they just like barricade the whole thing and just don't let anybody out. 
Um, Alien Requiem. Alien vs. Predator Requiem. <laughs> I don't know. So the Sonic scene horror movie that was all over the trailer with like um, a guy carrying a pitchfork in like a hospital and then... Um, yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. I'm just screaming. Yeah. Dabbing people. <clears throat> so, so, okay, so so the, the guy starts shooting at them. Um, hits Joel, I think? Clips Joel, right? And hits... Him. Clips Joel, and yeah. He's about to um kill them like there's a struggle and then tommy comes and and shoots him in the head and then we have um joel uh over sarah's dying body through sarah dying and then it cuts right the episode originally ended there it's honestly uh when i played the last of us i knew it was gonna be a zombie game i knew it was gonna be decent gameplay i was familiar with naughty dog I was like, where's this going? And, like, I'd seen Ellie and all of the stuff, so I was like, Sarah's probably out of the picture. Like, there wasn't enough info to know, like, what was going to happen. And when they opened with that, I was like, what the fuck am I playing? (laughs) I just, I want to talk, like, how amazing that whole sequence was shot. Yeah. Like like I said, all the, uh, like, the one take, basically. Yeah. Like, it was so anxiety-inducing, nonstop, just like that situation should be filmed, yeah. because it is, like, fuck. Yeah. Like it all happens so fast. They're, they're like, they get stuck on the highway, they just fucking go into the cornfield, like, yeah, it, it, it's all, like, they're, they're making decisions on the fly, and you're with them, like, we gotta make a decision, we gotta make a decision. You see a farmhouse burning down in the middle, like, it's... it's and, and the whole time, as, a, as the audience, you don't get to think about it either, like, you're, yeah. you're stuck with them, that's why that, you know, rushing through at one take is such a clever way of doing that. Yeah. Um, then we, we, you know, she's very clearly dead. We cut to um, 30 years, 20 years in the future. I think, 20 years, because I think it's like technically modern times. Yeah, so it's 20 years in the future. Um, and we open on a, a child coming into a Federa zone. Uh, and they have these like scanners to see if you're infected or not. And he's alone, he, you know, they scan him, he's infected, and the persons with him are like, you know, it's going to be fine, we're going to get you some toys, whatever. Cut to Joel's job in the quarantine zone is throwing, like, bodies onto a fire, dead bodies, and it's it's the kid, right? Like, we don't see them kill the kid, we just see Joel burning the body of the kid. Um... Which again, clever way. Show yeah. don't tell. Yeah, and like just to to show how like the the whole the the rest of the episode is then about like Joel and Tess and like how they just you know what the situation is. Tess is this uh, woman who's associated with Joel. That I think they're like. So this is this is also part of the, the like the 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 strange relationship is that they're like they're partners but they haven't like I don't know that they have talked about like their relationship. Well, when she dies, yeah, she says, "I never asked you to feel the same way that I do." Yeah. Um. So there's definitely a relationship, but he's clearly not ready to actually have real feelings for someone else. Yeah. It, it's it's. It's here's what I'm going to say. It doesn't seem like it's unrequited, right? Like it doesn't seem like one of them loves the other and the other doesn't love them. It feels like they just don't know how to navigate being the world. 
yeah the world right being being like more than partners in the world they share a bed right i don't think they on screen share anything nothing no physical? there's no kissing but like they 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 fuck yeah they let me tell you pedro fucks um, <laughs> um but that's also like that was part of the game too where it was just like trying to to to, like they wanted that ambiguity about what they they meant to each other but then like you know it, it, it's just like it, it's to to show this world right like people don't know how to move forward in these qz's and you know and you also don't want to get too close yeah yeah um so they're smugglers right they're, they're do shit jobs in the boston quarantine zone the qz represent but uh, they, yeah, it's the Fallout, Last of Us. Um, oh my god, I need to take one second to talk about how fucking terrible their Boston geography was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The entire episode, Flyers and I are trying to figure out where the fuck they're going. It's 2003 Boston, though. <laughs> That's true. And you actually, were... <laughs> I said that, I'm like, wait, I think they're actually pre-big dig here because like they're walking on the highway yeah. that shouldn't exist like yeah um, um but there was definitely like with them walking to the state house it's like no there's no straight line on a flat road to the state house i'm on a fucking hill right past the cheers bar like yeah um it's funny it's just any anytime something's filmed in your city obviously you're gonna be a little be yeah so um, so we know tommy's alive right uh, because because yep. their their goal is to save up enough money to get a car battery for a car to drive to Wyoming to to see to check on Tommy because Tommy has stopped uh, checking in on a radio because everybody stays in touch over radio right. Um, and then we find out Tommy's a fucking bitch. So we we get to uh, raw cuts to Tess our first time seeing Tess she's tied to a chair being like. Uh, She's beat up. Beat up by um, Robert, who – it doesn't really matter. Robert's a bigger deal in the game. I figured um, as much. But, like, you, you kill him. Like, you spend the, the – the game's also more violent, and I I, I think it's the, more violent for a couple reasons. It's a video game. But also, like, I think the show could could be more violent with, with Joel and Ellie and stuff. But I think I, I don't mind them spreading it out yeah. though. Like it, it gives their it gives the things more weight. weight. Yeah, I think that it gave a lot of weight to episode five, um, and I think it's going to give a lot of weight to the the end of the game. Pretty violent, uh, even by a video game standard. So I assume that is why they are like curbing a lot of the violence early. But so we meet Tess. Um, she's a smuggler. She's fighting with arguing with another smuggler who ripped him off. Everybody gets blown up except Tess by a Firefly attack. Again, wrapping the Fireflies back in. And we meet ostensibly the leader of the Fireflies, uh, a woman named Marlene. And she is, has Ellie in this safe house. Um, and, like, Joel and Tess stumble upon the Firefly safe house. Um, and they find, you know, Marlene who has met this girl who is immune to the fungus and uh, wants to do something with the Firefly scientists to maybe, you know, figure something out. Anyway, um, cure-wise, right? Joel and Tess encounter Marlene, and, you know, 
Marlene is and her her other fireflies are are injured, and they can't take Ellie. Mar Mar One's missing an ear. <laughs> yeah, one's missing an ear. Marlene makes a joke about it, uh, and Marlene is a fucking gut shot, right? Like, so they they just say like, um, you know, take her for us, and we'll give you you know whatever you want, right? Um, so then we get, uh, Joel Tess. And Ellie trying to get to the state house. The state house, like you said, to 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 trade for. They're going to get a truck. They drop her off with the fireflies at the state house. They part ways. That's you know, bingo bango in and out. Quick adventure. Um, All right. Now again, Boston geography moment. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> the route that they took. <laughs> now uh, I don't know how to describe this to you in DC terms. They're down by you. Yeah. They went over to Georgetown for no reason yeah. in order to get to the capital. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, those are the smuggling routes. They know the safe routes. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't matter the fact that they were like two stops away. <laughs> well, full, full of bloaters. You don't know. Uh, yeah, it's true. A bunch of bloaters. So, oh my god, the clicker scene was so good. They, well, so this is just episode one. They run into a soldier that Joel had been selling pills to. Oh yeah, we also learned that Joel's like addicted to pills, <laughs> or at least drowning. Not not necessarily drowning his sorrow. Drowning his sorrow in pills and booze. Um, but you know why not? What else are you gonna do in a post-apocalyptic world? What are you gonna do in twenty twenty-three? Uh, the <laughs> it's 2023 in real life and i still do that <laughs> uh, they meet that they run into this soldier who's like you know he's friendly with joel but he's like dude i'm on patrol like i gotta take you back whatever and he's like scanning them and he's about to scan ellie right and he does scan ellie oh and did she flash red i it truly it doesn't it, it... he beat he beats the shit out of him and then they find out it's red yeah yeah but but like joel joel kind of has a a ptsd like snap where yeah, he wasn't gonna let this guy kill a yeah kid. this dude has a gun he's a soldier he's you know it looks like he's he's about to shoot you know uh ellie or or, or them or tess anybody he just like he snaps and he just fucking beats this guy to death um then they figure out that Ellie is infected, and she shows them. She's like, "I got bit three weeks ago, or whatever," and like, "I I haven't turned. Like, I'm I'm immune. That's that's why you're taking me there because they want to see blah blah blah." So that's the first episode. They decide to just go through with it. Um, and yeah, uh, it's it, so yeah. First episode, phenomenal. Got you into the show. Yeah. Tied you emotionally into the characters. There's so much that also went on in that episode. Yeah. And they they world they world builded, world built. Yeah. Without beating you over the head with it, which was nice to see. I'm looking, and with the exception of Super Bowl weekend, uh, it looks like they grew they grow in rating, like like in views, um, every weekend, too. So like the the word of mouth on the show, like the the first episode did it right. I think <clears> the first episode, other than the Super Bowl weekend, is the lowest viewed episode. Um. Which is really good for a show like this. Because, like, Game of Thrones, usually it goes up and then it comes down. Like, the normal thing is for less people to watch a show. <laughs> yep. Or, like, it peaks in the middle and then kind of levels out. So, that's well, And I'm glad because it's like, oh, look, we can actually make a good video game media 
There's other stuff out there, I'm sure. <laughs> we've we've talked about this on the podcast before. <laughs> Angela Jolie, Tomb Raiders, baby. Damn. Clue. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the the second episode just called Infected. Um. It again cold open. They do a lot of cold opens. It's uh. Is this the uh, India or wherever? This is the the everybody was like, why is nudity a warning on here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of the memes were like, because you get you know violence language, and then it had nudity, and people were like, are we gonna see Pedro Pascal's dick? Uh, jokingly. One could only hope. It, you see a cadaver, uh, but like, it opens with an. In India, right? Indonesia. I don't know. Indonesia. It wasn't India, but it was no, like... I have, I have the wiki. Okay. Jakarta, Indonesia, which is like the... I don't know if this is the truth. I assume it is. Big flower green place. And the idea being like it started there, but the green, the flower was already out in the world. So um, a mycologist uh, gets picked up by the military and dragged to a facility and um to to investigate this uh person who you know turned violent and was attacking people at this this you know granary flower factory yeah. plant whatever factory and um she analyzes the person and like i think the the cordyceps in this they like it transmits through bite it did in the game too but in the game it was just like Spores are everywhere, so if they bite you, the spores are in you. That's the it. That's it. Um, in this, it's more that, like, I don't think it's spores, but, like, when they bite you, it does transfer, like, what yeah, It's all about... It can be biting, and I think it can be just small... It can be scratches, I think. No, actually, no. I'm thinking it, of the thing. It, like, um, crawl... It's, it, like... Because while she's investigating, she opens the mouth, and the fungus starts reaching out to move itself into her. Yeah. Um... So she like runs away, and she, they're like, they're like, okay, well, you got this person, and he's like, well, also like four people went missing, and we still haven't found them uh, at the same factory, and then also somebody else she bit, like whatever, and so basically, and who bit her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who bit her? She's just like bomb it all. I'm going home to say bye to my family. <laughs> and like, what, what should we do? And she's like, you should just blow everything up. But and there were some scientists who apparently, understandably, were like, no, no real mycologist or scientist would ever say that. Um, but like, just to, to express how dire this is, it's she's like, it's done. It's out. Like the only thing you can do is blow everything up, which we see later in the episode too. Um, where it's just like that's the only way you can stop the spread. Um, and she's like, he's like, are you sure? And she's like, just leave me with my family. I just want to spend my last day with them. <laughs> right. Um, which I, would be pretty dramatic if we hadn't seen how quickly things went to shit in episode one. Right. Like in a day. Um, it, it's everywhere. It, it completely like uh, I think they're outside of Dallas, but I don't know. Wh whatever, wherever they are, um, like the whole town, everything's destroyed. Right. In a day. Um, what you know in Texas would make sense. Yeah, so we, you know, we we come back to the present. They honestly, this is uh, until we get to the state house. It's really just world building and you know, learning about the zombies. Learning about the zombies, and it's all very good. Not the. It's just so the first episode is just so dense. Um, 
in comparison to the second one, there is there is less to talk about. And again, it's just called Infected, and it's it's really about the zombies. And we see we do see craters where they're like, oh yeah, they just bombed places. Slow it down. Um, and eventually they do get to the state house, and we meet. Uh, on the way there, we see like how they have it. They they've adopted a different type of fungus. Um, there's one that lives in, um, like forests, and it is the largest living organism. Right, it's miles of these like uh, not roots, but basically roots talking to each other across the whole forest. This is in real life, right? Yeah. And they're saying that this version of the fungus does that. Um, with... They're more connected than you realize. Yeah, yeah. As, as, as long as they're they're connected, um, if, the, if the fungus runs through the whole city, then anyone that gets the signal would immediately alert and, like, move across the city. So and that's what we call foreshadowing, kids. <laughs> yeah. So they, 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 they make it to the state house. Something's obviously wrong. Um, the fireflies are dead. Oh, before they even well, make... no, before that's the clicker scene. The clicker scene, yeah. So we get clickers. Um And at the clicker scene I'm like, there's no way someone doesn't get bit here, which means it has to be Tess. <laughs> yeah. Ellie gets bit too. So L, 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 they Well it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. They stumble upon two clickers, which are so the if if you're infected and you don't, your body doesn't collapse somewhere and then the um, fungus just grows out from your body, uh, you're just a classic infected, nothing special. If for whatever reason you're infected long enough and your body doesn't get destroyed or, or ruined in any way, you become a clicker, which um, Ellie, Ellie references... And and people know. I think they they mentioned them by name in the fourth episode or fifth episode. But clickers, their face has been completely uh, replaced by the fungus, and they use sonar, right, like a clicking, to kind of sense around. Now I don't know how. We didn't really do the sonar in this episode. Right, 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 right. But it, it, it's it's. They got the point across. They can hear they well. Get the point across. They they hear well. Yeah, that's the big thing. They're um, daredevil. Yeah, they're they're basically daredevil, and well, that's the thing is it's it's not sonar is the wrong thing. I think she calls it sonar. She says they click like bats or something, and they do click. Um, it's but, mostly just for a scary moment. Yeah, well, in the game too, they're not like you can sneak past a lot of them because they don't see, they don't have eyes anymore. Um, they're listening, right? You just have to move slowly, quietly. You throw shit to send them to other rooms and stuff. Yep. Um, Typical stealth game. Yeah, yeah, and they're also terrifying in the game because if they run up on you, it's an instant kill. If I remember correctly, like is it? That's awesome. Uh, you, you, you have a couple. You, you have to make knives. You don't just have a knife. You make shivs, right? So you, let's say you can only have five shivs in your inventory. Each one can only kill one clicker, right? So it's this thing where it's like I can go around and like stealth kill them. But if I fuck up even a little bit, I only have enough shivs to hold off so many clicks. It's like two, right? Yep. Um, so it's it's very like you either have to know where they all are and you shoot one and you're just ready to shoot them all. Because the second they hear a noise, they move on it, right? E even more sensitive than uh, a normal infected. So surfers clicker. They call them clickers in episode five. But um, the clicker scene, it's very tense. And I... I I think they did a good job in the 
first one showing how scary just a normal infected is. They make these like two clickers terrifying. Um, and that you can't just shoot them as easily. Yeah. It's it's a real threat, right? Because there's always a point in, in zombie shows and stuff where it's just it's not a problem anymore. Um, or people are just so ready. It, it's like a, one of the things I liked, one of the only things I liked about Ring of Power is like one orc, fucking terrifying. Like if you're just a normal person, like <laughs> it, it takes like three or four people to bring one down, right? Like um, it's it's this, you know, very real threat. We learn at the very end of the episode, Tess got bit. But um, obviously Ellie gets bit and makes it known. And she's like, I'm fine. They make it to the state house. Something is wrong. The fireflies aren't there. They come in. The fireflies are dead. Um, they they got infected. They got infected and died out. Uh, shooting each other, whatever. I think doesn't one of them get up? I don't. Or or they one one, one of the one of them is infected and is still alive. And yeah, Pedro yeah. shoots him. And yeah, that's why it, all the others come. Pedro shoots him, and he falls onto the like. A little stream of the network because they also do in this episode they're kind of checking like how dry the roots are because they're like if they're dry then like they won't sense us um because it's like dead dead pieces of the fungus as opposed to like the wetter ones would be like uh oh so they're coming in the game it's a i think it's fedra it's a fedra ambush or something but in this it's it's better as a zombie ambush yeah it's it's you know, hundreds of zombies running all the way across town because, you know, they set off this neural network. And um, there's a really subtle thing that they point out in the podcast where when Tess tells Joel um, she's infected and goes to get, like, closer to him, he, like, winces. Um, And, like, it's like, you know, they, they bring it up because I think the writers are like you know it doesn't matter how much i you know read something or thought it out or you know we we mo-capped it in the video game and I, you had full control about how i wanted something to go to see to pedro like it improvised that effectively right this like wince or this kind of like hesitation um he's like it was so good it, it, it's so like honest and real to the character where like that's part of him and tess not wanting to get close is that you know this could happen this could happen any time and then it happens, and he, you know, is too scared to even, like, I don't know, console her physically, right? Um, and they're just trying to, like, figure out the situation in the moment. So she decides to sacrifice herself so they can get away. Um, now, in the game, I think they make it, maybe they beat you over the head with it, but they make it more apparent that Tess is, like, all in on like this this girl is the cure like you need to get her to the fireflies right you got to go all the way across the country to get her to the fireflies because like you know we could do something right you know and i think she does give a little bit of that in the show but it feels more sudden i feel like it's all at the state house all at once yeah and in the game it's definitely more emphasized there but it does, you do get the vibes that like you know this is for Tess, this is like redemption. And we do learn later that Joel and Tess, smugglers, probably scumbags, probably killed a lot of innocent people. Um, yep. Actually did, not probably. They did. Right. They did. <laughs> um, for, for whatever reason. But like the um, 
I think in in knowing now, like what I, I've probably rewatched the show eventually, uh, if not immediately after it's done. Um, I think that really, like knowing their whole their history, it, I think it does inform a lot of like Tessa's decision at the end there, where she's bit like it's fuck, she's done, it's over. Um, but you know, her saying like this girl is like an opportunity to redeem myself. The like the last twenty years weren't for nothing right like here's here's one good thing i can do and we get uh the worst kiss in zombie movie history <laughs> oh still gives me shudders man <laughs> a few things about it um which i think are interesting so she she, she has a gr- uh she she lays out a bunch of grenades and shit and she's <clears throat> drop a, a lighter and it won't light and eventually it lights and blows everything up but the whole time, one of the, the infected, just a normal infected, is going up to her. Like, it can, the idea is that it can sense that it's in her already. Um, and there was a thing, there's like debate then about is this that like the fungus is already in her and like making her not want to, you know, making her want to like submit or, or like be like more docile to other fungus other infected or is i thought she just didn't want to distract it <laughs> yeah it's this test just like backing away and trying to distract one of them while this is going on but it like she backs into a pillar and it goes right on top of her and the fungus starts to come out of his mouth into her mouth right to infect her oh it was so creepy it's creepy it was gross and then everybody fucking blows up <laughs> just two backs it's a pretty building yeah yeah and uh then we're gonna i mean i guess that was just the first two episodes and we're already pretty much out of time so um we'll talk about three we'll probably just talk about three next week I'll be yeah I, there's a lot to say about three we'll just we'll only talk about three but so that's 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 the first two episodes the last of it's two out of two show i like even the the weakest episode so far is episode four and it's still very I, I, uh, see i hate the whole it's weekly just- ranking thing because like this show is not one where each episode is going to be episode one and two or you know episode three the love story yeah. where like you have to set some stuff up you have to let the slow burn be slow every once in a while so it's you know that's the current internet culture is like everything's got to be just as good as it was last time it's like no you got to let the show breathe for a second yeah in order to do other stuff the highs aren't high if there aren't lows um yeah it's not even a low, it's just a breath. Right. I just mean like as a as a trying to be, you know, empirical about it or, or, or episode three because of the nature of it, stands alone the best, right? Yeah. On top of it standing alone the best, it so far is probably just watching one episode, one of the more entertaining things the to say that so episode four is when i say the weakest it's still good it's all good in the context of the show it's just that it is so clearly the setup right for yeah. for later stuff and you know i was thinking, the, you get, that that sets the conflict up for the yeah. entire next episode yeah well this this whole show is a set introduces you to that giant bitch <laughs> like i i am so terrified and excited for episode nine in two weeks right um i i I don't know i don't know how flyers is gonna handle that like i do 
I kind of know what's going to happen. I don't know how all of the Americans, every Americans, all the viewers everywhere are going to handle the vile if they follow through. Because that's the thing, they could, they could not, they could make a change. But if they follow through with the original, with what episode nine, I I think it's going to be. If it's actually the end of the game, that's the question. Is that going to be the end of the game? It's it. They said that the the first game is just this season. Period. Oh, okay. I didn't. It, I wasn't sure. If it. If if this is the end of the game, like I, people may not remember in 2013, this game, the ending, I think it was very good. I stand by the ending of, of last of us one. People were mortified. They like, there were, they were, it wasn't like mass effect, which we've done millions of podcasts on, um, and millions of hours bitching about for even outside of the podcast. Um, it was, it was more that like, it was such a dramatic story turn that some people couldn't couldn't rationalize that in their their you know my action figures would never do this thing like not not embracing the fact that you are experiencing a character and a character's like journey you just happen to be like holding the reins on this like rail right not even it's railroad right um yeah <coughs> yeah you're just along for the ride we'll get there when we get there um it's <laughs> I, I, I cannot wait, and like, it. it uh, I'm, I'm, I'm both worried that they're gonna fumble it a little bit, and worried, or I guess excited. To... I'll be curious to see whether, as someone who hasn't played the game, how I'll feel about it compared to you. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So, as somebody who hasn't played the game, um, you know, wh- just really quick, these first two episodes. You know, it, I know it's hard to go back. What were you thinking about the show, if you remember, before you got to episode three? So first one and two, I was just... So the first episode, I was like, oh, man, that was intense. Yeah. Like, again, to go back, like the whole that whole sequence of essentially her investigating after the dog yep. until yep. she dies is just a nonstop, like, Slowly getting more and more fucking tense. <laughs> yeah, and you're just like, what the hell's gonna happen next? You know, you figure one of them has to die. Please let off the gas. <laughs> like I, I, I knew she was going to die. I didn't let Flyers yeah. know, so she wasn't. You know, I, I do know a decent amount the, about the plot, but, yeah. um, but so I was like, oh shit! Like they, they went for it and they crushed it. And then episode two, it was like, all right, so we've, you know, we set up Joel's character to have to take care of this girl and the whole, you know, father-daughter thing that obviously has to happen. Right. So I was excited to see how that relationship grows, and then we didn't see that at all in episode three. <laughs> yeah. I, this, uh, if, if I have any criticisms of this at all, which not really a criticism it's just more based on the format is i feel like and we'll get to this later um we don't get a lot of good like joel and ellie until you know we're already into the end of episode four right yeah there could be a little bit more of that but i assume they're going with that's what the next like two episodes are gonna be yeah 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 um well, no, dude. And they, oh. they, they've done it sm- 
they've done it slowly, which yeah. I actually don't mind because he's not ready to just adopt this kid. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how it is in the game too. It it is a very slow burn. It's just like in the game because it's a game, fifteen hours, whatever. It feels so much more organic, and you're just there like with Ellie the whole time. There's a lot of like little banter that, you know, uh. It really to to speak on the game. It really grows on you over like she literally grows on you as a character, and also they have her AI like slowly develop and be more and more involved in combat. And like we'll, we'll get to that when we get to episode four and five and six and stuff, where it's like at the beginning she's just hiding, and then toward the end she's in the middle. She's like throwing stuff and distracting um, enemies, scavengers and stuff. And then by the end, like she's you know involved in like will help you a ton more in combat right um because like it, it, it it's you know we're, we're spending what 10 hours 90 nine hours with these characters it's weird to think that in a video game you're spending almost twice as much time probably twice as much time right um, yeah, which is why it's always bothered me a little bit that video games aren't better in terms of storytelling, well, the, like, the, oh, yeah. there, Play the there's Last some amazing <laughs> games out there, but yeah, yeah, I, I really recommend The Last of Us. In 2013, it even though obviously it's not the first father daughter or father son father father child video game, right? Parent child video game, it set the the standard for years, right? God of War, yeah, um, is the big example right now that's been aping it, like the. The, the dynamic they set in this game was it has been so fundamental to like other games trying to ape their success Not, for, for better or worse God of War is obviously very good um, but that's that's what people will immediately compare it to right or yeah. Bioshock infinite came out a little bit after this and it was very different nowhere near as good still still fun but like it's a hey, don't don't talk shit on Bioshock Infinite. That's one of my favorite games. It's it's a lot of fun. It does actually the gameplay much better than The Last of Us. It's more I can fun see that, yeah. Last of Us. That being said, the story of Bioshock Infinite does not hold a candle to the last. No. Like I I I I saw the twist in Bioshock Infinite coming from the fucking beginning. <laughs> he was dead the whole time. <laughs> he was Fedra the whole time. <laughs> Fedra was just the friends we made along the way. <laughs> oh Jesus! So um, yeah, it, it's such a good hook. These first two episodes, I all I could like, I was like chomping at the bit to watch more of this show. Like I, I it's such a good like. I, I, yeah, it, it was hard for me to commit to this podcast because I'm gonna so behind right now because I didn't watch it last night. Oh uh, yeah. Uh. I feel like most people are watching it on, on like Monday, but, um, (laughs) the Sunday, the Sunday release was a decision. Yeah. I, it's, it's, I feel like they, they're, they, they knew what they had and they were, they were going for that game of Thrones time slot, but, um, no, HBO. Yeah. I very much enjoy the show. I guess next week we're just going to talk about episode three, even though we will be post episode eight next week. Hey, be hard we reviewed to... a show 40 years late. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, what I'm saying, it's going to be hard not to, to talk about everything. Hey, and uh, just for the every, every, all, all one listener out there, this is going to be spoilers all the way through. We're going to talk about where the game goes, and I, I think we'll probably hold off on what happens in episode eight and nine. Yeah, but, we don't want to ruin it completely for people. But I think, I think we're, we, we're going to.
episode five, if not seven, through the next couple. Um, do you have anything you want to go out on? Um, you know, this game reminds me one of my favorite board. The movie, the show reminds me of my favorite board games. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's called Stratego. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Not Clue. Not Clue. I do love Clue though. Actually, Fuck, it we is need an all timer. Um, but anyway, so with uh, with with Stratego, you you're you're trying to get to the other side, you know, and find a flag. In this case, we're trying to find the cure to the zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you never know what's around the corner because you don't know the enemies that you're facing. Sometimes it's bombs. I'm going to call them infected. And sometimes it's just you know raiders, and you get stabbed in the chest. So, um, you know, good game. I recommend it. Uh, it's a very much Last of Us tie-in, obviously. <laughs> we need Last of Us Stratego, and then we need a Stratego <laughs> movie by Neil Druckmann, famous writer of Chernobyl and also Scary Movie 3. <laughs> that fucking cracks me up, man. <laughs> Send the check. Uh. <laughs> All right. Have a good night, bud. Night, man. <laughs>